Welcome back to Season 3 of Multiclass Theater, now with 50% more class. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and terrible fake accents. But if two seasons of it haven't chased you away yet, then settle in and enjoy the show. Last time. Our heroes finally climbed out of the dungeons to the base of Lord Starge's tower and met the one castle inhabitant who seems to be alive instead of merely undead, Starge's Chancellor. A few barbs were exchanged, yet the party convinced him that Starge had to go, and so he told them exactly where to find the lord of the castle. Only a few flights of stairs now separate them from their quarry, but despite their newfound ability to plan, our heroes still must overcome the power of the Shard of Tear that fuels Starge's magic, not to mention Silway's curse. Will they have enough? Or are we getting all new characters next season? It's time for a showdown on Multiclass Theater! Leaving the throne room, the five of you wander the faded halls past crumbling, rusted suits of armor through cobwebbed arches up stairways, avoiding any of the doors you see, tempting though they may be. In no time, you find yourself in a vast, spiraling tower. You look down over the edge into the black pit below. You imagine that far, far below are the catacombs. Rotan, your eyes are on the stairs above. As you turn, and you quickly make your way up the steps. Evil is close. Your heart is racing. It is time to end this. Fear not, my companions. Evil is close. Yeah, so with that in mind, uh, we got to work out one thing first. And Mist is going to grab Silway by the shoulders and like spin her around so ah, that what? she is face to face with him. What? 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 Are you here? Silway looks around. What else would I be? Are are you, he taps his head, here. Are you here to do what we need to do? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? This is, right? Are, are you sure? I don't know. I don't want to walk in there and get dead because you decide, uh, everything is dumb and stupid and go sulk in the corner. But everything is dumb and stupid. Silway, this ass bag has spent centuries killing your people, defiling your places. Ugh. <sighs> You have the opportunity to, like, avenge your entire civilization. Right, right, right. You're right. Uh, I'm, I'm, here for, I'm here for it. Yes, yes. Winley comes up to Silway and, like, takes her little paw and tries to hold Silway's hand. Silway, you do understand what we're here for. I know you do. This has been your dream since the beginning, since we got to the Isle. Right, we're here to kill the bad guy and... Charge the shard or whatever. Usually you're more excited about the killing, like me, aren't you? Ooh, that is killing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It, that, ever since that stupid scroll. I know, I know it's been hard. But just remember how much you enjoy bloodshed. That's how I get through. Hopefully he has blood. Oh, he'll have blood. 
think she's ready. I think we're all ready. I promise I will do my best, but I, whatever it takes, I will do it. I'm here. I'm here. I promise. I'm here. Silway slapped herself a few times, like, come on, come on, we can do this. So, cast her hive mind here. We need some pretty stiff mojo to defog her brain permanently, right? That was, that was what we, that was the conclusion we came to. You're going to mess with my brain? No, your brain's already been messed with. We're trying to fix it. Oh. What about overriding it temporarily? It's, if she's, if she's, I mean, if she's been cursed, maybe that we can put our own whammy on her and like even her out. Are you saying we should kill her and bring her back to life? No, that is. How did you get? <laughs> May I say, I have the most wonderful spell. I have the most perfect spell for this, but I can't say going into this battle that I'm willing to give up my one fifth level spell. I don't think I can do it. What does the spell do? It's a... It's Modify Memory. Have you ever used it before? Oh, that sounds very scary. Uh, I was thinking something like charm. Oh, well, something much more simple. Yes, let's go that route. And temporary. I do have something that I could try. Um, It's a long shot, but it could work. You see, upon reaching 10th level, I have this ability... <laughs> I, I I classify my 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 the levels of my abilities oh, no. in, makes, in terms of levels. That's that's how I tend do to do the same it, thing. It makes total it's sense. It's much to me. simpler. I don't know what'll happen next level though. Of all the things that uh, I anticipated for this episode, I did not anticipate it starting off with an intervention. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> um. Well, I I I have this ability where I can ask my goddess for for something to occur some insight or some thing to manifest itself in real life it's it's a very slim chance of it happening but i could perhaps ask for this curse to be lifted off of silway if she'll allow i suppose if it, if it would work yes i simply utter a prayer and and if the goddess is willing she grants a wish, as much as she is willing to grant it. It is up to her discretion, of course. That doesn't make any sense. Usually with magic, you can control it somehow. But what am I saying? I can't control mine, so who knows? Faith is a tricky thing. It's not always in your control. There's someone beyond you, uh, a presence that has their own... I don't like that. It can be mysterious at times, but I find it to be quite comforting in times of need. I'm afraid I don't follow. What's so What's so tricky about it? You're asking something <laughs> you don't understand to mess with my head and hoping that it will come out right. How is that not, like, rolling dice? Oh, well, I imagine uh, rolling dice is part of it. Well, it's a matter of trust, isn't it? So do you want it, uh, what, what are the numbers? Like, do you, do you want it to be, like, 90 or higher or 10 or low? That is up to you. Whether you want to roll low or high. Oh, Your let's, call. let's roll low. So, ten or lower. Ten or lower. Oh, goddess, please. We are heading into our final battle, and we need our companion at her fullest potential. Hold on. The suspense is literally killing me. Oh, shit, that smile. I rolled a three. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we're all gonna die, but we got one good die roll out of this. Thing. Oh my god! Holy shit! <laughs> I didn't expect that. So you've now converted Silway to your goddess. You're standing there on the precipice of this dark void. While you've been talking and discussing your strategy, there's been a, a wind that has been moving throughout this tower. And as you begin to pray, it stops. The castle around you grows quiet. Desmond, you begin to feel warmth inside you. Your heart begins to fill, and you just feel this energy like you're vibrating, like you're just, it's threatening to burst from you. You reach out, and you place your hand gently on Silway's face. You open your eyes, and you smile. And for a moment, you feel that you have total clarity, that you remember everything, everything you ever were, everything you've ever known. The light, the energy rushes forth from your hand into Silway. And Silway, you are healed. What did, what did you do? Desmond takes a few steps back and looks at you and says, How do you feel? Oh, uh, better, better. Yeah, I think it worked. I think so too. She pulls out her daggers from her hips and twirls them a little bit. Let's kill this guy. Let's kill him. Here's my girl. Oh, Sue, you're back. So wonderful to see you again. You were in such a fog. It's weird not being depressed. It really is, but that's a different discussion. Um, uh, Matt, just so you know, once that moment of clarity passes, once the energy is gone, your memory or lack of memory returns. Your own fog descends. And once again, you find yourself... You. Desmond, that was very impressive. Uh, thank you. I, I have to admit, um... Did you do that? I, I, I did, was not entirely sure that would work. <laughs> um, it's quite remarkable. Your abilities continue to surprise me. So wait, you did that, or your goddess did that? Uh, my goddess, uh, threw me. Apparently. There's a goddess inside you? It's complicated. Perhaps a conversation for another time, when we're not standing outside of a, a evil lord's, right. uh... Right, there's a big bad guy, Dukira. Yes. Thankfully, you did, in fact, stop on the stairway and not right outside his door. Yeah. Because we smart. <laughs> Are we, though? In this instance, yes. Better stop, Diana, describing things, because if we don't, we're going to end up in front of the door. Also, yes. <laughs> so, anyway, it is good to have you back. Like, yeah, it's good to be back. Ooh, I feel energized. The group of you continue your ascension following the spiral staircase. Soon enough, you find yourselves at the top of the tower. The stairway ends in an enormous iron-banded wood door, or double doors, I should say. As you get close, Rotan, you feel cold emanating from the door. You feel darkness. Good news, everyone. We're in the right place. I feel cold and darkness emanating from that door. That sounds about right. Well, then let's light a fire. Should I knock? I suppose I should knock. You should knock with your boot. Ah. <laughs> uh, Rotan kicks the door open. No. Now yeah. he's it. <laughs> let's go. Rotan, give me a strength check. With guidance. 1d4. Because Silway's encouraging you. Okay. 22. You kick 
the doors open, and they open with a crash, bouncing back against the walls and staying there. Mists begin to pour out at your feet as you look into the room beyond. You find yourselves at the threshold of a tower. On the wall to your left is an enormous window which is open to the night air beyond, shattered by something or someone. In the center of the tower is a basin or a short well. It's similar to the basin you encountered in the cistern far below. The top of it is concave, and sitting inside is a small black stone. White light pours off of it. The light seems to have weight as it pours over the edge of the well of the basin onto the floor below before spreading outwards and slowly turning into mists which roil at your feet. On the other side of the room, sitting atop a dais in a throne of twisted iron, is a large, armored man. He sits casually in this throne, a dark two-handed sword resting point down at his side. He rests one of his gauntleted hands on its hilt, toying with it slightly. His armor is black iron, very similar to the death guard you've seen throughout the island, throughout your journeys here. His helmet is of a fierce, raging black dragon. He wears a dark cape. He tilts his head at your entrance. There are few things I despise. More than life itself. But an unexpected entrance into my lair. <laughs> I suppose we should get this over with. I did knock. Darge rises, ignoring, and lifts the sword ready for battle. I mean, we could talk first. We don't have to just get all into the fighting, you know? Shouldn't we have some sort of introduction? You breaking my favorite doors was your introduction. Well, that was Roton. <laughs> oh, buddy. Hello. does that anyway. It's really more of a compliment, actually. If you're pissed about that, oh boy. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't go down to the cellar ever again. <laughs> I suppose there are those who I could introduce you to. Would it be rude of me to leave my other waiting? And I'm going to cast Banishment. <laughs> oh. oh my god. You right fucking out of dick. The game. We're getting into it. <laughs> Here we yeah, go. On Winley. <gasps> on me? Wow. <laughs> I need you to make a charisma saving throw. And you are standing next to Rotan, who I believe has an aura for stuff like that. You get a plus four. Um, 16. <laughs> Bro, you oh. are the ass bag. Oh my god. You all watch as Winley disappears in a. A shroud of black mist. Oh no. And while she's disappearing, you just say, Espen! <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I will come back to you and okay. I'll let you know All right, bye. where you are and what happens. <laughs> God damn it. The rest of you, I would like you to roll for yeah. initiative. Just to describe that a little bit more, like all it was was just like a flick of his left gauntlet, the right one still holding his sword. Oh, he did it the badass power move way. Just like, 
waved her away. Yeah, be gone. I've been banishing people for centuries. (laughs) (laughs) You were uninvited. I attribute this to Desmond's goddess, Nat 20 initiative. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's so cool. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Ten for Desmond. Seven for Rotan. He mutters to himself, wouldn't an ass bag be a pair of pants? Why not just say pants? <laughs> 13. Before we get into the combat, Winley. Yeah? You were standing in the throne room, yeah. staring at Starge, I when was. suddenly you find yourself back in the Shadow Realm. And once again, you find yourself a twisted mess of raccoon and imp. <laughs> you can see everything that is going on. Your party, your friends, are like faded shadows. But Lord Starge seems more real, more tangible. You cannot interact with them, but you can watch and you can see. Mist, you are first up. So you know how cats, of course, do that little reflecty thing? Yeah, Mist's eyes seem to do that just at will. And uh, I'm going to need uh, Stargy Boy to make me a uh, intelligence saving throw. Oh no, I dropped out of school <laughs> in the sixth of grade. <laughs> No, it's a single digit. Aww. That's a nine. That ain't going to do it. So you're going to take five psychic damage, and you're going to need to make a DC 10 constitution throw to keep up your banishment, and you're going to loot, you're going to subtract 1d4 the next time you have to make a saving throw. Oh, Oh, he's so Mm. lovely. My God. (laughs) (laughs) That was rude. Oh, I haven't begun to get rude with you. First blood. Oh, psychic. Okay, that brings us to Silway. I'm tired of this guy's nonsense. Shut up! And she casts silence right on top of uh, Starge. Okay. And then positions herself, like, off to the side, out of any AoE range of the group. That brings us to Starge. Sizing up these characters, Starge begins to walk down the steps off the dais and begins to head towards that bowl at the center of the room. His sword drags against the stone on the ground. You see a few sparks, but hear nothing as he just kind of lumbers toward Rotan. Do I have enough to get to him, or am I just out of the silence and kind of like 10 feet, or how, how, how large is the room? I don't think you could cross all the way to his side. You could definitely get outside of this area of silence. Sarge simply badassly walks forward. And the helmet the dragon's mouth kind of comes over and covers where the face would be and it's just kind of dark within that. So that darkness is just looking at Rotan as uh, he continues to walk. When Starge gets out of the silence he is going to lift his hand like he's going to palm a basketball and he's just going to slowly grip and without speaking he's going to cast Hold person on Rotan, and so I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I'm very wise. You're in range of your own aura. Don't forget that bit, too. How's a 16? Does that work for you? As his hand is closing, he just says, Remain Winston. And then he's gonna, like, look to the next person to the right. (laughs) And you, uh, did not meet the 18 that was required. Ugh. You're currently paralyzed. So you are, but because that is a concentration spell and banishment yes. is a concentration spell, 
Yes. Oh. <laughs> As you cast Hold Person, Windley pops back into existence. Oh. So Broton is frozen, and Windley pops back right where she was standing. No longer the raccoon imp. Well, you stupid little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to know I could do it. <laughs> Rachel, roll for initiative, since you didn't uh, roll before. I hope he is seven raccoons. I want to fight this guy forever. <laughs> um, 21. 21, wow. She goes to the front of the line. Well, almost. Just to give more badassness to that, it says, remain where you are, and then looks to Rotund's left, his right, and as Winley reappears there, he says, Welcome back. Okay, Desmond. Okay, so Desmond sees Starge cast this on Rotan, sees him freeze, and then looks towards Rotan and says, um, uh, Rotan, we need you in this fight, and we'll cast uh, Dispel Magic on Rotan. Rotan, you find yourself unfrozen. Thank you. I've got you. And that brings us to Rotan. You're just afraid of bantering with me, aren't you? We'll uh, attack. How does a 17? Probably not. No. How's an 18 work for you? <laughs> yeah, what kind of weapon are you uh, attacking with? This is a hammer. What about our drugs? What yeah. about the drugs that you didn't actually do anything with and take? We took uh, them. Some of us did. Some of us are doing this fight completely high. Rotan didn't, <laughs> but we did. <laughs> As you will That's recall, true. Rotan gave all of his drugs to the poor man in the dungeon. <laughs> As your hammers come down, one and then the other, just bringing up the sword with one hand, he hasn't even gripped his second hand onto it yet. Oh, man. Oof. It's on. And now that you're closer, you can see their large steel sword, and then it just looks like veins or wisps wrapping around this black kind of energy almost intertwined into the metalwork all the way down the blade. Oh, wow. Okay. Badass. That's cool. Well, since we're comparing weapons, Rotan has his name written on his hammers. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us back to Mist. Oh, we're doing, we're doing fancy weapons? Well, in that case, Mist is going to twirl his staff, which is, it looks like it's made entirely out of greenwood, and towards the tip of it, looks like it is wrapped in uh, some pretty nasty-looking thorns. He will slam it down to the ground, and those thorns will extend down the length of the staff, almost going beneath the floor, and then sprouting up right beneath Starge. So I'm going to need you to make a dex saving throw, and remember, you take a 1d4 penalty to that. God. Uh, loving these eights I'm rolling on these... Uh saves. And Me it's too. A, it's a deck save. <laughs> it is a deck save. And I rolled a one on the d4, so that's a, a seven total. Ooh. Yeah, afraid that won't do it. Uh, <laughs> as the wall of thorns sprouts under your feet, that's going to be, um, let's see, do, 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 78 piercing. Oh, I love the sound of that. Uh, 39 piercing <gasps> damage. Ooh. Oh, Hell yeah. A wall of thorns erupts bisecting the room just to the right of the basin and at its very tip engulfs Lord Starge. As the thorns rise, they almost seem to twist their way through his armor 
as if there's nothing inside to impede them. Silway, that brings us to you. Silway is going to cast a spell, which she is, believes is Misty Step, but is actually Blink. And then she's surprised when nothing happens. <laughs> so she runs toward Lord Starge. I was going to say towards the back of him, but I don't know how this wall is going to affect that. The wall, the way I visualize it, the wall is basically coming out of the back of him. Like he is at the very end of the wall as oh, it sprouts. I envisioned it as it is crossing the room and catching him. Like it is him in the, the middle is, of it. Yeah, the wall is splitting the room in half and he is right on the line. Okay, that could work too. So either way, you, you can't actually get behind him, Silway. Is anyone behind him? No, not at the moment. All right, well, then Silway is frustrated that her misty step to get behind him somehow didn't work. And she runs towards him, so I need to roll to see if Blink actually works this round or not. It does. So she runs right up to Starge, about to, like, slash attack at him, and then suddenly her misty step, quote-unquote, finally kicks in, and she just pops out of existence. It is Winley's turn. And Lord Starge is still in this thorn prison jail. Yes, Lord Starch is in the center of these thorns. Silway charged him and then vanished. Don't you just look so high and mighty up there in your thorn throne, Mr. Starge? How does it feel? Rather comfortable, actually. Oh, well, perhaps I can make it slightly uncomfortable. And she casts a heat metal at fourth level onto his suit of armor. So that's 11 damage. You looked rather cold, so I just wanted to warm you up a little bit. And just so you know, the Shadow Realm is my favorite place to play, so thank you for putting me back. I love that this is like family feud, but with spells. Good smell! Good smell! Good smell! Good smell! You cast the spell. Starch's armor begins to heat, glow, and then the thorns within his armor and surrounding him catch fire. Suddenly, the room is no longer bisected by a wall of thorns, but by a wall of fire. Yes! <laughs> yes! That is some dry kindling you sprouted up there. Awesome. Now you're the one that's put on trial, motherfucker. And then that brings us to Starge himself. Breaking free from the burning thorns. <laughs> I'm simply going to step to the left of Rotan begin to slice down with my sword. So, like, kind of making one overhand as my arms break out, slicing straight down. And that's a 30 to hit. Hulk. Uh, that, that, uh, that hit. <laughs> Barely. Yeah, it's real close. So close. He's just going to strike right down your left shoulder. The blade bites in through your armor, and that's going to be seven points of slashing damage and 19 points of necrotic damage for a smooth 26 total. Seven points. That's not too bad. <laughs> oh, there's another part to that. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Okay. As he slashes down from right to left, he's then moving out some of the thorns still burning off of him as he pulls his sword back and goes to stab just straight on right for the gut. Ooh, and that's a natural one. Ooh. Ooh. Sucks to suck. (laughs) Since the Shadow Realm, Adam has taken 56 points of damage from (laughs) Silway. We'll add to that. You cleave down into Rotan's shoulder biting through his armor and into his shoulder blade. 
Rotan, you feel the dark, necrotic energy rippling through you. As Lord Starge moves to retrieve the blade, it gets stuck, and he loses grip on the sword. Mm. So, Rotan, you have a two-handed sword sticking out of your shoulder, and Starge <laughs> has no weapon for the moment. Mixed blessing. How big is this two-handed sword? It's a big sword. I would say Claymore-sized. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, like maybe it's world wedge between <laughs> armor plates because I'm just envisioning yeah. like like Age it of is, Conan like thunk yeah. and the, the sword is like halfway th- like <laughs> it's a lot of weight to just be suspended no, in it's, him without it's it's wedged between armor plates and but also in his shoulder a little bit. yeah like but, but, but mostly no. it's stuck in the but perfectly balanced <laughs> yeah and it just jammed and like maybe the armor of your your epaulets got twisted somehow and the sword got tangled in there. It's probably easily pulled out by someone. I think, too, a part of it is, like, the necrotic damage is happening more slowly now. That 19 points is, like, spread out and the tendrils leaking out into your flesh is, like, keeping the sword here as if, like, draining your life. Uh, Desmond, it is your turn. I will extend the staff towards Starge and emanate Shatter right in the area where it'll, where it'll just catch uh, Starge and not catch Rotan. I don't think you could do that. I think Starge and Rotan are... Okay, let me let me ask this. I want an exact number. How tall is Rotan? <laughs> <laughs> Did I actually write that on my sheet? I think I might have. Six foot two. Okay, that's what it says on your Tinder, but how tall it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, less tall than mist. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, you're probably good enough with it. I just thought if there was a spell attack, then there would be a chance that Rotan would get hit. But Starge is taller than 6'2", so mm-hmm. I, I'll give it to you. Go ahead. And I'm going to cast it at 5th level. Constitution saving throw was 15. 15, that is a fail. And I'm going to use one of my channel divinities to do max damage on this. So you are going to take 48 points of thunder damage. <laughs> oh! Shelling me up. I'm glad I'm not on this round to hear that chatter. Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be pretty loud for everyone else in that room, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like a super echoey chamber. Miss's tail is like four times the volume now. He looks for the closest <laughs> bed to scamper under. <laughs> you can see the, the helm vibrate as... He almost robotically takes a few steps back, recovering from that hit. Okay, Rotan. Or should I save my sheath? <laughs> I will attack. So, so a couple of questions. Are you evil, undead, and or a fiend? All three. <laughs> oh, all three? Oh. Oh, oh, Are you serious? Well, two of the three anyway. Two. Two undead two fiend. Okay. He's okay. a good undead fiend. <laughs> You're the true bad guys. We're the true bad <laughs> Let's not think about that. From my point of view, you're evil. (laughs) You're evil. So I roll that with advantage because you are my enmity. How does a 23? Normally a 23, yeah. But I'm going to use my reaction to parry and add 6 to my AC. Wow. So as I recover... 
you come toward me and it's just like right shoulder just moves with your move. Do you just like grab the sword? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he's like reaching for the sword again. That throws Rotan off, but he does have a hammer in his other hand and he's going to attack with that. And I only have one reaction. 18. 18 misses. 18 misses. Ah. And he'll try again with his primary hand. That one was deflected. He just made a fist with his gauntlet and took the hit. (laughs) How does a 27 work for you? That for sure will do it. Excellent. I'm going to smite. Yeah, get in there. 27 (laughs) points of hammer damage. As your hammer lands and light goes through, you just see these like black silhouettes of where like a body should be, but it almost looks like withered or skeletal within this suit of armor. So there's this kind of combination and you just kind of see a quick flash of a very decayed skull within uh, within the helm. Ha! Can't handle the truth, can you? <laughs> That's my turn. That brings us back to the top of the order and missed. How's the party looking? We Everybody, uh, well, other than Silway, who's disappeared for the moment. <laughs> and Rotan. Yeah, and Rotan, who has a sword in him. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is looking all right? Just another day for Rotan. Yeah. All right, sweet. Looking good. This is going to keep his gaze fixed on Starge, and his eyes are going to flash again, so if I could have that intelligence save, if you please. Wow, that's a five minus four. Wow. Oh, sorry, the the, it's, the 1d4 was was a, was only was, was temporary, oh. basically for the just for the oh, for the very next save that you just had. Just a five. I'm sure that makes it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> well, the okay. Five technically is... six. I do have one in intelligence. Oh. Oh. Well, if it's six, then yeah. No, I'm afraid that still doesn't quite do it. So that'll be another. Uh, it'll be four psychic damage. But again, you have the next time you have to make a save, you've got that one d4 penalty. Got it. Use that mind sliver. I did that with my mind. Mind, Okay, that brings us to Silway. Diana, how would you describe the light level in this room? Very bright, considering there is a raging fire raging fire. across okay. the middle of it. Okay, so no dim light. It was dim when you entered. Let me put it that way. Okay, so out of nowhere, Silway pops back into existence, immediately behind Lord Starge, with a blade made of shadow in her hand, and immediately plunges it into the back of Lord Starge. And I'm going to pull the Tides of Chaos here and give myself advantage on it. Uh, highest one is 15 plus 8 is 23. Yes, that will do it. Yes. Excellent. 22, 23 damage from the Shadow Blade that just appears out of nowhere and plunges in there. Let's see what happens next. Suway immediately pops back out of existence as soon as the dagger is in your back. Ah, so it just like slips in between the, the plates of armor. And then you're gone. You have no idea where it came from. She appeared behind you. A dagger went through the plates of your armor. And then as soon as you turn back to see what the hell hit you, it's already gone. (sighs) That is my turn. And that brings us to Winley. So I'm going to cast uh, Mage Hand. And I'm going to hand... uh, And obviously a little pink plush hand will appear. Um, And I'm going to hand the hand um, a bottle of acid, as per usual, because acid can liquefy both bones and teeth. Um, So uh, the hand is going to go up to Starge and throw the acid right inside of the dragon-like 
helmet that he has, and fuck me. I rolled a 10. The mage hands poured the acid onto his helmet, but instead of falling backwards down towards his face, it just falls off the front of the helmet, and you hear it sizzling as it hits the stone floor. Yeah, it was pleasing to watch. (laughs) (laughs) The equivalent of throwing a drink into someone's face. Yes, it just burns a little different. Nobody banishes (laughs) Winley. And that brings us to Lord Starge. You fools are more trouble than you're worth. He's bringing both of his hands forward, Kamehameha style, and just like emitting from that, first engulfing Rotun and, and moving back behind. A sphere appears right in front of him, taking up a 40-foot r- diameter, so 20-foot radius. He is just encircling the entire crew, those who have remained back by the door and those who are here in front of him. The orb begins to grow. You feel dark energy pulling at you sucking out your life force. It almost seems like it's pulling you in towards the center. You're struggling to resist it as the energy grows stronger and stronger. At the same time, it's it's cold, but it's so cold it's almost hot. And you can feel the heat and the, the cold and the dark pulsing energy on your exposed skin. The wind begins to kick up. Starch begins to laugh. <laughs> when suddenly the orb he's generating pops upward above you and explodes outwards above your head. The explosion hits the walls of the tower. It too explodes outwards in a rain of stone which falls upon the ground far below. There's a crack of thunder in the air. The wind is whipping. Rain begins to fall, pelting you as you are now in the exposed sky and floating there. Hair whipping in the wind is Roxiel Darkfeather, who lands in front of Lord Starge. Oh shit! Points at him and says, "Edgar, I want the horse." <laughs> One gauntlet kind of scratching at the back of his helmet. Oh, man. As the rain pours and the wind whips, the wall of thorns is extinguished. Shall I collect dexterity saves? I just want to see how much I hurt them. (laughs) Dang! (laughs) Since it exploded above their heads, you're automatically going to save. I see, I see. But you are still going to take damage. Okay, so... I did the rolls in the D&D Beyond because it was just way too much to do in real life. So That's, um, that's ominous. <laughs> Don't like that. It was a total of 46 fire damage, but that gets half to 23. And then it was 30 necrotic, but that gets half to 15. Oh, oh dear my God. God. If you have partaken of Cat Shadow, you can half the necrotic damage further. And also, three of us at least have some shiny jewelry. This is true. That gives us fire resistance. If you do drugs, you're safe from death. That's that's what this is. Nice. It sure is cozy in this shadow realm where no one's harming anybody. It sure feels cozy with this catnip running through my system. <laughs> Ouch! That brings us to Desmond. Are we now exposed to the elements? Yes, you're exposed ah. to the elements. 
You said there's a storm going on? There is a storm going on. Music to my ears. <laughs> Music. So Desmond is going to look up, see this explosion, and just be like, oh, yes. This is good. This is very good. <laughs> and raise his hands, and a storm cloud begins to mix among the storm clouds already present. And just he's filled with this beautiful, wonderful energy of this of power that he's so familiar with. And he points his staff towards uh, Lord Starge, and this bolt of lightning comes down. I'm going to cast Call Lightning at 5th level. Since there's a storm, it gives me an extra D10 as well. So um, I need a dex save from Starge. Dex save is 22. That'll save. Yeah. So you take... Sorry, give me one moment here. Look, if I can get some privacy talking to my, uh, my wife here. <laughs> so you take uh, 15 points of light damage. Yeah, you watch as the electricity just alights his all of his armor. Uh, and within, the skull is fragmented now. And it's almost as if it's not physically being held together but there's just this kind of swirl of necrotic around it, and you only see it through the mouth of the helm because the lightning has come down again, lighting the inside, and it just looks like these fragments of skull floating there within the helm. That's cool. That's so cool. Okay, Rotan. Oh, do you, uh, do you, do you two need a moment? I'm definitely going to need that sword. Yes, well, I'm kind of attached to it at the moment. Rotan will take a swing at you. Lord Starch, 24. All right, new round, another reaction. He's going to parry it, adding six, so... Offhand. Yeah, you just see the right gauntlet come up and... 22. 22 will hit, for sure. 22 will hit, all right. We'll smite again. But why? (laughs) But why? (laughs) Save it for the actual big boss. (laughs) What did I ever do to you? (laughs) You're the one breaking and entering into my castle. This is a Home Alone type situation. (laughs) That'll be 25. Not as great. Still a hit. The armor is denting where you're starting to pelt into it. And then uh, let's do another 25 to hit. Yes. Uh, That'll be 10 more damage. Take that, you pads. He's learning. It's a process. Brings us back to the top of the order and missed. Roxiel is there, hovering. She landed. Um... Thanks. I mean, I, I, I think we have this <laughs> under control, but I, you know, also thanks. Kind of used to uh, you guys bailing us out on this island. So, oh, oh, we would not have had that. Do we need a minute to talk this over? Do we need a minute to talk this over, guys? Re- reassess our plan. Is that? Yes. Could we take a time out? Time out. Okay. Cool. Banishment. I want a charisma save off <laughs> of start. You got it, dude. You got it. That's a 13. That's not enough. Oh, my God. Wait, is he going to Roll wear a three. then? I hope so. Mist points at him and does the same kind of dismissive hand wave that Starge <laughs> did before. Away with you. Away with you. Oh! Yeah, sucks, don't it? Ass pants. All right. So this is where we've got him. Stunned for about... we got about a minute to figure out the new plan here. Okay. That will not hold him. He is tethered to this domain. <laughs> I am surprised it succeeded at all. Uh, well, I'm pretty awesome. Plus, I felt it was only fair that what he did to Winley should come back on him. Thank you, Miz. I appreciate that. Plan has not changed. We continue beating the absolute starch out of starch. 
right? <laughs> yes. As I continue swirling clouds around my head to maintain the spell. Yes, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll continue to do my. And anyone want to reposition before I let him back? Hold on a minute. I mean, isn't our job to charge the shard? Looks like the charging station is right here, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, is that the shot? There's a USB-C cord right there next to it. <laughs> it seems like some sort of device that would charge something. Am I wrong, Proxy? No, I, I got the same vibes. I got the same vibes. I do not think you have the time to do it before you return. Not a rapid charger thing. How many minutes does it take? Uh, if it's more than one, he's coming back. Actually, at this point, more than about 45 seconds, he's coming back. Will it cause a huge commotion because I had to do it invisibly? He wouldn't even know, or is it going to light up the whole room and be dramatic? I think it's kind of my thing. I think it's. I think I'm supposed to handle it. Okay, well then. Hmm. I mean, I'm not. No, like not. Not Perhaps like I don't. You should do like... that, Mist. If it's all about you and your big cat self, you have invisibility, don't you? Well, I mean, yeah, but again, holding holding him back. Um... Yes, we'll bring him back, and we'll deal with him, and you. Go charge the bloody thing. Well, if it's going to take a, a long time to do, I don't think that doing it during the fight. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't think it's a I don't think it's a fast process at all. While this conversation is happening, Rotan is like pulling the sword. <laughs> <laughs> out of his yeah, shot. seriously, Rotan, are you? Uh, yes. I mean, we 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 have a moment if anyone wants to like heal or buff or do. He pulls the sword out of his shoulder. Ah. Uh, then uh, he's going to spend an action to, to heal himself using uh, Lay on Hands. Do you need a check? Yes. I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Ooh. All right. Oh. Okay. That's cool. That's, uh, that's an 11. Rotan, you touch the sword, and all of a sudden, the dark necrotic tendrils of energy that seem to wrap around the blade begin to wrap themselves around your gauntleted hand. You feel it twisting its way up your arm. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. And you hear a voice inside your head. Kill him, and I will be yours. <laughs> Welcome to the Cursed Weapons Club. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds chill. Um, oh. Well, that, that was kind of the plan. Um, yes. Uh, we are going to kill him. <laughs> are you just talking to nobody right now? Yeah, he, yeah, you just hear him talking to nobody, I guess. Hey everyone, we will get back to our exciting, climactic boss fight in just a moment, but this is the first time in a long time we have all been together recording, so we wanted to do a mid-roll together and say hi and do our usual thing. Uh, and... Part of that usual thing, of course, is thanking you for listening um, and sticking it out through a very long third season. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. It has been a blast to record it, uh, but probably a little bit more on that uh, next time or in our Behind the Curtain episode, which Diana will have more for you in just a second. Um, I just, again, want to say thank you guys for listening, and if you are enjoying our show, please let us know. Please leave us a review on... Uh, iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you're getting this. If you're listening, we'd love to know about it. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, those reviews do help us find more listeners and do help the podcast grow. So if you've been sticking it out with us for three seasons, one of which has lasted well over a year at this point, I, I hope that means you like us and you're not just hate listening. But uh, 
I mean, because that's a thing that people do, apparently. Uh, I'm okay with it. I'll take it. That's, that's a big commitment to hateless. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think I feel like people hate watch and people like hate like follow or hate watch somebody's story. Listening for like an hour and a half, like you must loathe us. And <laughs> if you're doing you're, do you're that. doing the, that, you're doing them favors because you're giving them views and listens and and mm-hmm. subscribing. Like it's you're I was just thinking. I don't care if you hate us. Audience is audience. Well, like like right before we started recording, I mentioned uh, to Mike that to get away from all the craziness going on in the world, um, we have started watching the Fast and Furious movies, mm. and honestly. They're the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they are, they are just, it's insane storytelling. Like none of it makes any sense or is in any way real, but at the same time, they're just amazing because they're so incredibly bad on such a grand scale that like, yeah, I mean, they're aggressively bad, but also awesome that's like going back and watching vampire diaries which i have recently done and i'm like yo how the frick did i think this was like the hottest thing i've ever seen in my life and i was like "Mm, well i've i've grown richer in knowledge and uh no offense to anybody who likes vampire diaries because like i still watched it (laughs) so if if you feel that way about us you know what we're good with it just and if you want to come on our discord and talk about how nothing makes sense and how so-and-so is vastly overpowered or I didn't DM something correctly, we would love to have you. Um, And, you know, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anything else, and we'll happily send you the link. I would love for some rules lawyers to come in here and go toe-to-toe with me. (laughs) I would just just roll over on my back and admit defeat because... (laughs) I am the DM and probably, well, next to Rachel, the least knowledgeable about the rules of the game in this on this show. I mean, you're right, but damn. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Chill out, okay? Um, I bring um, happiness and laughter um, to this show. Uh, and if anybody wants to fucking come at me about Winley, don't, because she's the shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just real quick, um, one more episode left after this one, and then uh, our behind the curtain episode. Feel free to hit us up with questions on Twitter, Instagram. Though I honestly, Instagram's a visual medium. Not, a, I won't go into that rant now. Um, Facebook, wherever, or join our Discord server, and I have a whole channel devoted to questions and i have some awesome questions in there that i cannot wait to ask the cast uh when the behind the curtain episode rolls around and i would love to have yours it's bugging me that i can't see these questions you made a channel i can't see it's so good yeah and we also we also have a raccoon meme channel come on we do have a raccoon meme so if you like raccoon memes, solid content solid and tag adam in all of them because it's his favorite part of being a part of this I think he's eating soup right now, but that's okay. (laughs) Figuring out what it takes to get Adam to speak on the mid-roll. I haven't heard much of Cassie either. She's been very quiet. I wasn't entirely sure if I was allowed to join in on this one, so I was just keeping quiet. (laughs) (laughs) No! Cut her mic! Cut her mic! Yeah, feel free to delete that. Nobody can ever know she was on this call. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, um, 
in conclusion, Adam? Oh, me? Uh, I guess uh, I, I choose love because hate is too great a burden. Words to live by. Enjoy the rest of the show, everyone. Mist has banished Lord Starge for the moment to the Shadow Realm. Silway, every six seconds, blinks into existence before blinking out again. The rest of you converse, plan, decide how you're going to end this fiend. Rotan seems distracted since pulling Starge's ebon blade from his shoulder. He looks at it. He turns it over in his hand. You hear him whispering, or maybe... No, it's Rotan. You hear him talking to himself, to someone. But though he has freed the blade, he has not put it down. Both of his hammers are on the ground by this point. Been sort of a metallic clatter as they dropped. The first time Subway pops back into existence, she just slashes at the air where she thought Lord Starge would be, (laughs) and then looks around bewildered. And then looks up the sky, which is now exposed to the elements. Did I miss something? And then she pops out again immediately. And then pops back in a few seconds later. And here's half the conversation going on. Why is there no more walls and ceiling? <laughs> is that Roxiel? <laughs> Roxiel? Hello? Yes, little one. Do you think you could give us a few pointers of what exactly you would like us to do? Somebody go do something mysterious and pop back up or something? I'm sure you have grand master plan. We would just really like to be informed as to what is going on in your beautiful, scary dark mind. You know? She looks down at you and then she looks up at Rotan and she's watching him as she answers. I think you know what you need to do and I think I know you will do it. You are attached and together you will break the chains that have bound this land. Okay, so essentially you, you gave a wonderful speech but didn't actually answer my question. So there's no help coming at all. It's just the touched all coming together in a beautiful pot of chaos. Uh, it's wonderful. What help do you require? Do you need healing? Motivation? Should I call down ravens from the sky? You... Arvinley. What the hell could I possibly give you? <laughs> well, shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose none at all. <laughs> but I do have to say that the ravens do sound wonderful. Perhaps they can come and peck his little brain out. Or peck something else, but I'm sure there's nothing really there. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun to watch. For me, I will call them. So, ready your actions, because, uh, uh, yeah, it's getting harder to hold him back. I am Rotan. Wait, what happened? Did he go somewhere? Oh, no time to explain. <laughs> and, um, Mist is going to, I guess everybody who wants to cat- ready a spell can do that. Uh, Mist is going to drop concentration on banishment. You will be the first to go. Yeah, you have said this before. Rotan, as Starge pops back onto this plane of existence, you hear in your mind, Rotan, you are chosen. Oh, 
Well, that's very nice of you to say. Timora has called upon you. Yes, 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 I know all that. Say, do you have a name? just hear this going on one-sided conversation of Rotan. Rotan is not talking in his normal voice. He is talking louder and enunciating more clearly when he talks to the sword than he does normally. He, he's, he's talking like he talks to people who don't understand his language. Or he doesn't think can hear him. We come back into initiative order on Silway's attack. So Silway pops back into existence. Looks around, sees the Sarge's back, haha, and just immediately whips the shadow dagger or the shadow blade in his direction. It's no longer burning in here, so it's now dark. That is correct. It is dark, except for the occasional lightning flash. But yes, it is dark. I'm gonna say advantage with my shadow blade attack then. Another 15 plus 8 is 23. That hits. So 26 damage to Sarge from the shadow blade that just like appears in his side. Silway, <laughs> surprisingly does not disappear. She sticks around longer than expected and kind of panics from this fact, like, oh shit, oh shit, and tries to, like, circle around kind of behind Starge or somewhere away from the, the fray and then snaps her fingers to summon her shadow blade back. And that's my turn. Okay, that brings us to Winley. Okay, for now, I'm just going to um, take both of my daggers and I'm going to throw both of them and try and pierce his chest. And neither of them hit. <laughs> Winley just looks really, really pissed off. Following that mocking laughter, it is Starge's turn. Everyone within 30 feet of me, I need you to make a constitution saving throw as I punch down right where those daggers clatter to the ground. And he balls one of his gauntleted fists and just... <laughs> and punches into the stone beneath him and... From it emanates this wave of thunderous and necrotic energy. Would you say this is a spell of some kind? This is for sure a spell of some kind. Okay, then I'm going to uh, cast Counterspell. Ooh. Okay. Then my reaction to... Uh-uh-uh, you didn't say the magic word. My guy. <laughs> um, if it's spell level of... Five or lower, it automatically fails. If it's higher than five, I gotta make a roll. It is level five. So five <laughs> automatically fails. No. As the uh, dragon, the worm skull uh, uh, helm then points toward you. Have I been rude enough yet? Nothing but silent, seething rage. <laughs> oh, I think I made him mad, guys. He's then going to use the rest of his turn to run up to our, our friend Mist and end his turn with a, a bald fist ready to uppercut. Starch punches into the ground, anticipating the spell that never comes. Ruxiel levitates into the air about a foot. And then when it fizzles, she smiles. And then she looks over at Winley. This is for you. And she winks at you. Thank you, Mother. She looks to the skies. And much like Desmond does, 
she begins to swirl her arms over her. The clouds begin to swirl. Lightning flashes within them. And then suddenly, this whirlwind becomes a murder of ravens. And it descends upon Lord Starge. So good. Starge, I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw. You know that I'm so dexterous. Parkour all over my castle. Uh, but it wouldn't be all natural one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> You're not rolling great saves. The fates are on your side. Yeah. Now I would like you to make a strength saving throw. Unnatural 20. D&D Beyond, you've redeemed yourself. The murder of ravens swirls around you, pecking at you, slamming into you. You take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Damn birds! And you are lifted five feet off the ground. But you are not restrained, nor are you pulled higher. Through your force of will, you are able to fight the wind. But the birds continue to swirl around you in a frenzy of feathers. That brings us to Desmond. Desmond, um, maintaining concentration on the call lightning spell, will point his finger and fire another lightning bolt at the Lord Starge. Um, if I could get a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, Nat 20, Vicky. Ah, okay, okay. 26 total. That'll pass, I guess. <laughs> so you take half of 38. 19 points of lightning damage. Yeah, the uh, the lightning eviscerates a whole piece of the skull from within the uh, from within the helm. Starge is not looking good. I guess only Mist would hear this, but he begins to kind of whisper like. And he's just kind of murmuring these kinds of things to himself now. Rotan, it is your turn. But have you defeated Rotan? Uh, <laughs> Alright, I'm going to swing with this double-handed sword. I don't know what I add to this, but I rolled a seven. <laughs> That's not going to be enough. I'll swing again. Still getting the weight. New d20. <laughs> oh, We're no. done with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dice jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. The answer is no, by the way. You you haven't defeated Rotan. <laughs> As you're striking the air, he just continues muttering. <laughs> like he didn't even notice. Oh, <laughs> that's infuriating. Yeah. Missed this next, but before Mist can strike, the six of you stand against the Lord, your will united, your hearts true. The battle rages when suddenly, in mid-cast, in mid-swing, in mid-swirl, in mid-strike, it all stops. Time itself freezes. <laughs> Laughter fills the ruined tower, echoing in the thunder above. A bruised and beaten man enters the chamber. You know him as the Chancellor. Oh, very good. Oh, very, very good. Edgar, I underestimated you. <laughs> Word of advice. 
should there be a next time. As dramatic as defenestration is, it's not the coup de grace you think it to be. He brushes some imaginary dust from his shoulders and turns to all of you. I apologize, my dears, for not revealing myself to you sooner. I confess you took me unawares, so forgive me this small indiscretion. I am Endu Androvich, once and future High Archon of the Tyran Empire. You expected Arnorath. <laughs> you did! I see the surprise on your faces. <laughs> A linguistic lark on my part. I confess I delight in the manner in which it rolls off my tongue. Besides, as my darling cousin can attest, that name is Anathema these days. Speaking of which, there you are, dear cousin Roxiel. It is so good to see you once again. I must apologize for missing your wedding. I was a little brought down concerning my brother, you understand. I see the marriage is... Well, you're keeping it all exciting, at least. Your request, by the way, is granted. But we'll get to that. Scion of Asilioth, thank you for our earlier parlay. Perhaps we can trade words again. I do enjoy spirited conversation. You have no idea how dull so many are. You're wrong. So very wrong, my dear, but you will realize that in time. He walks between the group of you, as if appraising you. Oh, a gnome. Adorable people. Surprisingly good cooks. And a tabaxi. Or is it tabashi? I, I can never tell the difference. Love the hat. Ah, the outlander. Invader. Would be conqueror of men. Such simple-minded fools. We should have wiped you out the day you landed. But no. Tear had grown weak, soft, content. If I was still Archon, we would have slaughtered all of you, set your ships ablaze, and sent them back from whence you came. He finally turns his attention to Desmond. You. You I don't know. What are you? Outlander? Tyran? What do you hide beneath that tangled beard? With your seashells and dried kelp, you are almost convincing. Almost, but not quite. There is something. Something I can't quite place. Endu continues his monologue. It rises, falls, and swirls, fluttering between critiques and boasts as he marvels at the sound of his own voice. In his hand, he twirls a darkened dagger. Meanwhile, a small imp pops into existence behind you, Mist. For the moment, he's obscured from Endu's sight. He whispers in your ear. Um, hey boss, uh, sorry about running off. You know, I appreciate you standing up for me and all. I don't know how this is going to end, but it's not fair you going out like this. Endu has completed a circle. He is back in front of Roxiel. It has been hard. I don't expect anyone to understand. Aramin didn't, and that was hard. What about you, dear cousin? 
Would you understand? Maybe you would. You have looked into the darkness. You have touched the void and lost yourself in the cold emptiness of despair. Maybe you and you alone could truly understand. Alas, we'll never know. He strikes upward, piercing her heart with the darkened dagger. She is awake, unfrozen. She gasps, her expression of bewilderment, then understanding. She dies, slumping to the ground between his feet. He crouches before her. A darkened expression crosses his face. Is that regret? Across the chamber, Tingle slaps Mist, breaking Endu's spell. Before you, Mist, you see your companions and Lord Starge, frozen in time. Roxiel lies slumped before the Chancellor, a bloody dagger in his hand. You have one chance. What will you do? No pressure. <laughs> no, pr- <laughs> no pressure. Uh, well, let's see. All the spell slots is used up. <laughs> um, Finger guns. Good to know, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a warlock. Like, it's that hard to count. Well, <laughs> banish counterspell. Guess he's done. Uh, <laughs> well, she's dead, so I can't really do anything about that. And we already established that charging the shard is something that's going to take time. Use some of that biting sarcasm that you're so famous for. I'm going to whisper, get the shard. And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast at Endu and try and move away from the basin so that if his attention is turned, it's turned to me and not what Tingles, I hope, is doing at the basin. Okay, roll to see if you hit. It's a 21 on the first blast and a 24 on the second. Both of those will hit. 25 force damage. Pew pew! You hit him twice with two Eldritch points and it catches him very much by surprise. And he looks up at you. His expression changing from that stormy mixture of regret to anger and hatred. Your time will come, but I have far more pressing concerns at the moment. And you see, behind him, a shimmering door appear. He grabs Roxiel and drags her backwards through the door and vanishes. As the door disappears, time starts once again. Oh, man. The rest of you see Roxiel is gone. (laughs) Are the ravens gone as well? The ravens are gone as well. Starge, you fall down to the ground. It's five feet, so why don't you give me a dexterity check to see how you land. 16. You actually land in sort of the hero pose. Oh, good. Perfect for my next turn. Crouch down on the ground, looking upwards. Your wife is gone. The ravens are gone. But the fight rages on. Mist, it is now your turn. All of that happened out of combat order. Since I, I said I was doing it, I have actually moved out of melee range from Starge. Coward! Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it was him. It was the, it was the, it was the <laughs> shitbag Chancellor. Proton, I regret stopping you from smashing him. Missed what are you talking about? Uh, killed Roxiel. Took her. Wait. Roxiel's gone? Where did she go? I have time for this shit. I'm going to hit Starge with the uh, Mind Sliver again, so I'll need another intelligent saving throw. Forgot about that. I did slap him, didn't I? Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> I've done more damage to him than any of the rest of you. That's I not too... Just, just did 25, 25. <laughs> Okay, well, semantics. 
I got a natural 20 plus 1, so that's Ooh. 21. Well, that um, that does save. Silway. What happened to Draxio? What's going on? Miss, how did you teleport? Uh, time stop, backstabbed, she's stabbed, she's gone, we're fucked. Draxio's stabbed? God. Yep. See the see the see the see the blood on the floor. That's not from any of us. Silway is pissed now, so she just like roars in rage and like charges at Starge, and jumps on him, and then tries to stab with the the shadow blades. And she's in superhero crouch pose, I assume. She will just climb onto his shoulders and like stab straight downward. Okay, roll. Twelve plus eight is twenty. That'll do it. Thirty-six points of damage. Ooh, she is pissed. Nice. Those are some very good rolls. When Starge landed, he was charging yet another fifth-level destructive wave in his fist. Right when he punched into the ground, you can see just crackles of black lightning, and you can hear thunder beginning to build. But as you lunge onto the back and attach yourself and just stabbing down both hands you just watch as the magic begins to wither away from his gauntlet and you hear those same whispers not here not now Rossia. and finally within the helm there's just this mini implosion as these shards of bone scatter throughout the armor of this being. He was already to a knee, so he falls straight onto his chest as you are continuing to stab and rage. Did I get the killing blow? You got the killing blow. Ah. Mm. Fantastic. Oh, oh wow. Adding it to the kill sheet. Ah. Silway is on the board with her first boss kill. Hey. Yay. Oh my god. Okay, so Starge just collapsed underneath Silway as she's repeatedly stabbing over and over again i think she barely notices this like she's still enraged and like hardly notices that it's just an unresponsive pile of armor underneath her silway you did it silway did what when they shake silway look what you just did you killed him i mean well you're hurt but you really brought it in he's dead again or we dead whatever he is well this all of his bones reform and he somehow Comes back to life. Yes, I think it's over. Well, the shadow blade in her hand slowly dissipates. Well done, Silway. Has anyone seen Roxiel? This was nothing. Roxiel is who matters. What happened? I I don't even remember her vanishing. The one time we get to an ancient ahead of time and warn them that someone is coming to kill them, what do they do? They come out. Mist is stomping over to the basin and uh, fishing his shard out from the bag of holding. You walk to the basin and you see tingles. All of you see tingles. Who of you have not seen in days, a week, is there hovering above the basin trying to get the shard. But it's difficult for him so he's got his like eyes closed and his head averted and he's reaching forward trying to get it but he's pushing against the energy and it doesn't seem to be letting him get to it. Hey, good hustle. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Where the hell did he come from? Don't worry about it. Here, I got something better for you. Mist reaches into the bag, stops fishing for the shard and instead finds something else. You remember uh, how we found you, you know, imprisoned in that... uh, that guy's lab. Oh, yeah, that asshole. Yeah, I got his head, and I produced the head of Anlin the Archmage. <laughs> oh, God, boss, you are 
fucking amazing. Look at that. I'm going to I'm going to toss that to him. He catches it and he holds it up like Hamlet in the graveyard. Oh. Oh, the things I'm going to do to this. Yep, which you are welcome to keep to yourself just because <laughs> I can I can think of some things that I would do and they're horrifying and I suspect your imagination is far worse than mine but that's for you that's a sorry shit went sideways and i hope we're cool sort of thing he flaps over still contemplating the skull you hear him mumbling cursing it calling it all sorts of vile things (laughs) meanwhile broton that kill was mine i'm sorry could you speak up there will be others you will feed them to me. Well, uh, yes, well, I don't know that I would put it that way, uh, but yes. Do you have a name? Rothan, who the hell are you talking to? I'm talking to this magic sword. Shoot, don't, don't interrupt, Sue. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Does the sword respond? I am Ebenhart. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, what was that? Ebenhart. Ebenhart? Ah, that's a big name. Very good. Um, so, yes, I am Rotan. Nice to meet you. I am a hero. We will drink blood of the ancients, of the evil, of the defiled. Yes, well, I, um, I don't really go in for that sort of thing, but, but we can kill some villains, yes. Yes, I think that would be lovely. The sword falls silent and says no more. Are we all just staring at Rotan as having this conversation? Ah, sorry. Talking sword. Ah, <laughs> yes. He just points at the sword. Say no more. So where were we? Tingle. Hello? Tingle's is off on the other side of the ruined tower. He's not even flying. He's settled down on the ground. And he has the skull in his lap. And he's just caressing the top of it while looking at it. Giving you a very, very strong My Precious vibe. Oh. Yeah, I'm good with that. It is charred charging time. Yes, I suppose let's get to it. So we're just going to let Endu get away? Uh, what? Or, I assume it was Endu. I mean, it was. Should I do an insight here? Yeah, do that. Holy crap, I actually rolled a 19. Actually, kind of passed an insight check. <laughs> I mean, it was the Chancellor, but I'm pretty sure that was Endu pretending to be the Chancellor. Because if, it's, if it was straight up just the Chancellor, then this idiot, and jerks a thumb at Starge, basically had in his employ somebody who was vastly more powerful than him and uh, treated said vastly more powerful employee like crap, which, not a good look. Um, the Chancellor, the guy we met downstairs? Yeah, I think he was I think he we was Endu. To. In, yeah, yep. And, but, yep. and we did not stab him. Yep, because oh. we thought he was just some poor bastard caught up in this. So yeah, uh, yep, that sucks. I misjudged his character. But you want to follow him? Great. Can you create a portal that tracks other portals? Because that's what we need to do to follow him. Uh, not yet. Uh-huh. So <laughs> shakes her fist. Uh, the only thing I can think of is we have to drain this thing so that at least he can't, whatever he's doing, he can't tap its power for that. Because, you know, he's got to do the runes and shit. I don't know where he would go. I don't know where he's taking her. The map just points out here, this island. Uh. So, 
Uh. We came all this way and we failed. Yeah. Well, we didn't completely fail. Uh. We we really did all just kill Lord Starge, which was a huge, huge part of our objective. So, you know, ta-da to that. I mean, Mist, did she die or was she just stabbed? Because one can rarely get over stabbing, you know? I mean, as long as it's in the right you know, place. From what I could see, she was stabbed, and from the mysterious voice that I heard narrating the whole thing, uh, she died. So She can't just go out like that. What a horrible story. I mean, who would ever write something like that? I couldn't even fathom it. Winley, this is real life. And not everything is tied up in pretty bows. And... Not a story. Life is a story, Roton. Life is a story, and we're all players telling the bloody thing. I'll be honest, I kind of had the vibe things were going to go this way once we got to the village and kind of found out who Roxia was. Like, Are you serious? I seem to recall saying some very specific things about making sure she stays safe when we mount this assault. I said the same thing. Clearly... Once again, nobody listens to Mist, but... Silway kicks Starge's armor as hard as she can. Mist is just, like, tapping his shard against the one that's in the basin, trying to make it do its thing. Mist, give me an arcana check. Oh, this always goes well. Oh, 15. You have the shard in your hand, and you hold it close, much like you felt when you were in the Chamber of the Rock back in Tyr. You feel that the shard is drawn to the other shard, and you hold it outwards at arm's length and you can feel much like holding two magnets close to one another the intense pull the intense desire for the two to connect you close your eyes you allow the calmness to envelop you and soon that white light begins to fall not over the basin but begins to be drawn upwards into your shard As the light fills the shard, your shard begins to darken. The other begins to lighten until the shard in your hand is black, but white light, like an aura, dances around it. Just as the shard is completing its charge, there is a flash of white light and everything goes black. Time passes. You're unsure exactly how long, but you all begin to stir. You find yourselves on the ground of the ruined tower. Mist, you are still holding the shard. It pulses in your hand. The group of you rise to your knees. You look around at one another, making sure that you're all okay, uncertain what just happened. Slowly, you pull yourselves to your feet. You look out over the landscape beyond the ruined tower, and there in the distance you see the edges of the isle, where there are no mists. You're staring out over the forest, out over the eerie beyond, towards the western sky, when the sun slowly begins to rise.
That is a lot to process. Okay, if even Roxiel fell to Endu, who's left that can resist him? And how's Anka going to take this whole thing? Will the witch Arakokra alliance hold strong and help the island heal now that Starge is gone? Did Finnegan wait to pick up our heroes? And what's with the sun? Maybe we'll get some answers next time on Multiclass Theater. God damn it, I so wanted to say in the wet ass passage. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Now this joke is fucking landing, man. What the hell? <laughs> God damn it. It literally it just needed right, to well get warmed fuck up. It. We'll I, do it. Yeah, it needed to get warmed up, all right. To, yeah. yeah, I'm sure she just did. Needed a little... She needed a little bump. <laughs> we, needed to, we, needed, we needed to play with the joke a little bit beforehand, and now. Mike! Oh my gosh. What is an ass bag? <laughs> what? I think, Rotan, I think don't, it's meant to be um, an insult of, uh, of, of sorts. Oh, this um, is like one of your colorful mannerisms, I see. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Who said ass bag? Did I miss it? Mist said ass bag. I heard it. Like, oh, if I were to use shoot. it in a sentence, this Lord Strahd <laughs> has been a real ass bag. When it comes to our <laughs> no, entire not, no, time. Star, Starge, we don't want to get sued. Starge, we don't want to get sued. <laughs> did I, what did I say? said Strahd. Did I say Strahd? <laughs> oh my god. Freudian slip. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, my memory is not, uh, not, not what I don't know where that came from. Um, Starge. Perhaps I knew a Strahd in my past. <laughs> was a real ass Delightful man. A delightful man. He was quite the ass bag. Yes, but this starge, yes. paintings. Quite sword. an ass bag. When you started to say your prayer, like, just Monty Python just popped into my head. Like, yeah. Oh, Lord, you are so big. You are so absolutely huge. Gosh, we're all really impressed down here, I can tell you. How many times is... Is Silway blinking in and out of existence while this is going on? I was going to ask, actually, did he get banished <laughs> to the Shadow Realm? Uh, he did. Which is where Silway is right now. Yes. Is there a whole other combat happening this whole time? Except he's incapacitated. Yes, he's incapacitated. Even better. But... Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> well, no, he would, the second you were to stab him, he would get unbanished. No, I, I kind of I, I kind of picture this in the Shadow Realm as Starge blinks there and sees, much like Silway saw, this group of people gathered discussing his fate, and he can't quite hear it. It's just kind of like listening to voices from underwater. Mm. When all of a sudden he hears a voice. Hey there, Lord <laughs> Starge. Good. Welcome to the Shadow Realm. Oh my god, Dan. <laughs> He's not dead. Good. Dan. Yes. No. This is all I ever wanted. No. The all worst right. punishment of all. What does this kill sheet look like? Oh, you want the current t- tally? Yeah. Uh, Silway, 35, including one boss. Uh, Rotan, 29, which includes one weird crystal and two bosses. <laughs> um, I still have my Kenku on here with two kills from our prologue adventure. Hmm. Mist is currently at 49, which includes two bosses. Desmond's at six, Winley's at two, Trevor's at one, Anka in her, what, three or four episodes that she was with us, six kills plus whatever 
un- uncounted ones occurred during the rescue in her first appearance. I've been keeping a running tally wow. of everybody's wow. killing. Wow. I'm, I'm glad you are. So, that's yeah. awesome. It's kind of cool. That's great. Still yeah. counts and, and as one. Know, still still <laughs> counts as one. 